you, I, did, I've gotten more mileage out of this straw in this video than, than anything else. Than, <laughs> and I have... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the reaction phase. We are on my homie's channel. Louie, what's up? What up? I'm officially a homie. You texted me the other day. You were like, what's up, homie? Like it was hometown TCG. And I was like, I've made it. This is you the, this is the pinnacle of my existence as a human. I am a hometown TCG homie. I have never felt more patronized than this moment right and I've, now. And this. I've never felt more like a 1980s groupie for a rock star band than I do right now. By being a homie? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems that like was a, a 1980s you know. term. Yeah. What are you drinking? Um, I don't know. Is that call going to make Your the wife. intro? Your I wife. called my wife and said, hey, can you bring me some beer, please? And I've got clown beer. shoes. You're at clown shoes. No, I have not. I have Lagunitas Daytime. Mm. Cool. Well, yes. um, what are we talking about today? Oh, well, hey, this is Reaction Phase. You can find us at thereactionphase.com. Actually, I think it's just reactionphase.com. I don't know. I never go there. Uh, but if you are uh, looking for us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, is that the correct way to say that? Let's go! <laughs> I am only be like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm going to clash them both together. <laughs> I am only 40 episodes of May the Zoo be with you in and whatever episode this is of uh, our, our podcast. Nine, I'm, I've finally gotten it. Finally nine. It's got episode it. nine, dude. Episode nine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and next week is episode 10, the big 1-0. Oh my gosh. It's like we, we should have a 10-year-old birthday party. We should show up with party hats. It'll be great. We can do Pokemon <laughs> content. It'll be we're awesome. Adults that, we're adults that play with toys. We have a 10-year-old <laughs> birthday party every single day. It's a 10-year-old birthday party episode. We talk about Pokemon. There's Pokemon everywhere. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> all right. So what are we actually talking about today? Today, we are actually going to talk about the new player product that was released. We still know all the details, but uh, it was released this weekend. Uh, the Calling Indianapolis. We're going to talk about preparing for it and what the expectations are so far. And we're going to talk about Starvo and pretend like he doesn't exist. And we're going to talk about the, uh, the the flesh and blood world if Starvo didn't exist. We'll hit the market and then we'll do the crazy comment collection. So uh, what are we doing? Let's, uh, let's hop in and let's talk about the new player product. You've got 100%. a video coming out on this today. Uh, yes, I have a video coming out on this today. So if you haven't gone and watched that video, uh, sorry, I, I need to keep like a cord here so I can like, it's the plug I'm plugging. I'll, right? I'll, I'll link it right right there. I probably no, won't won't. remember it. I probably no, won't you, remember you it. You absolutely will not. I would, okay. I, I would totally do that if you remind me to. It'll come out after your video. So it's fine. Oh, but you guys bummer. know where to find me. It's all fine. Everyone here knows where to find me. But I, I have a spicy take on this. But before I give my spicy take, I want to know, because this is kind of something you've been passionate about on this podcast, like yeah. this whole concept of like a front door versus a back door. And I got to take my arms off my desk so I don't give the viewers the earthquake view. But what what do you think of this of this product? Because this is kind of enabling. This is a front door into the game, right? Yeah, I think this is a this is a super good product that uh, I hope the 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 pricing on it is cheaper than I think it's going to be from for stores so that the price doesn't hit the $50 tag. Um, we'll talk about that. That's obviously the, the, the side I don't like about it. Uh, but like, I think you've got a really great eye catching product, you know, the blitz decks 
I used to have in my background, but the blitz decks, oh, you've got them. They're pretty tiny. They're not super eye-catching. They're not super exciting. They're great intro tools. Um, do, you, do you not have any back there? Are you looking at me like... None at, none at kind, all. But I love like the you, transition. Let's go, dude. Kind of looks like you have one back there. But um, yeah, like the blitz decks are okay. Like they're great. Obviously, like I did some videos on them and how to play. And I think it's... A, yeah, th- those videos have over 70,000 views um yep. of new players i hope new players looking into uh their seven blitz decks so like um I, I think that's a great tool but i think what flesh and blood's always been missing is like a true this is what you buy when you're a starting player this is an easy to digest product and easy like you know I hope that that's what this is. Now we don't know everything about it, right? We don't know cost for, you know, from distribution. So we don't know where the price tag is going to actually line up. We don't know if the decks are fun to play against each other. We don't know if, um, I assume all that stuff has been decided and looked into. We don't know that for sure, but I I anticipate that that's the way it's going to be. So what are your thoughts? So I, and spoiler alert, and if I say this now, just still go watch my video. I'm going to go way more in depth than I'm going to go here. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give all the spiciness away. I think this is the most important product uh, in Flesh and Blood to date. Uh, and okay, before someone in the comments is like, "Well, the first product that made the game a thing is the most important." Like, yes, okay, sure. But this product is an opportunity to give people a a gateway into Flesh and Blood, which currently does not exist. And what I think is most important with this product is nothing that you just mentioned. Nothing that you just mentioned, I think matters, hmm. in my opinion. So I, think what, I think what matters for this product is a type of guide. Now, Magic the Gathering did this in what was called um. a starter edition product. And this is what I, I've reached out about making content about this. This is something I want to do if they're not already doing. This product needs to come essentially organized or the, the top 15 cards, the top 12 cards are organized in a fashion where when two players are at their LGS and they buy the product off the shelf, I don't even care how much it costs. I don't care about that. When you buy it and you open it, I want a guide to be like, stop. It's a stop. Don't play. Don't, don't don't shuffle. Don't shuffle. I remember that. I remember that the first time I was like, no, I'm not going to stop magic. I'm going to shuffle it. But so, but I'm a rebel. It's going to let people who want to experience flesh and blood be able to experience flesh and blood without flesh and blood players necessarily around. Now, are they going to be experts on the game right away? Absolutely not. But does your LGS owner have to know to play flesh and blood? No. Do you have to have an expert at your store to teach someone how to play flesh and blood? No. Do you have to have pre-con decks sitting on the counter that people can pick up and then someone has to walk them through? No. Someone can buy this product off the shelf as someone who has never never played flesh and blood or yet never played a TCG, which is just as important and play and experience this game. I think if that is the case, this product has an opportunity to be a home run. If it's not, are we just looking at blitz decks with stuff in there marketed for people like me to buy who want things that aren't in blitz decks? And honestly, that's been the community's response to it so far. People like, Oh, I'm so excited for a new Dory and blitz. I'm like, First of all, you haven't even seen the Dawn the the Dawn Blades. You don't even know if it's going to be good. It doesn't matter. That's that's cool. What you're saying is cool, but eh. the Dawn Blade doesn't. No, come on, man. It's cool. It's it's not for the highest competitive cool, but for people who are just playing at the Armory, playing Blitz, it's a cool new hero. It's neat. 
Okay, but like the conversation about it has not been for the new person, and that's what drives me sure. nuts. And like, I, I think um, everything you're saying is like, I think I would go one step above as somebody who loves video editing. And like, I think, like, I hope that there's a QR code you scan on it and it takes you to the Flesh and Blood website and, or the Flesh and Blood YouTube channel. And there's a, hey, this is the, the first two turns and you can hold the cards and play against it. It would be even better if they would work with content creators. Like, you know, I think what you're saying, work with content creators like you uh, or, you know, whoever. Are you, so- and- are you soft leaking <laughs> the fact that I reached out to LSS you and said, just said I that. want to. You just said that. You just said that. I said, I want to make this content if it doesn't exist because I yeah. think it is so important. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, that's a huge, like, everyone who ever buys board games or new cards, like, sorry, that's a blanket statement, but a lot of, most people will search how to play, you know, a a board game, they'll search how to play this game, and then they'll watch a video on it, they don't read the rule books, like, in most rule books now say, don't read the rule book, the rule book's boring, here's a QR code, scan this, and it takes you to a video. Uh, you, like, don't, hope, you don't need to be able to read that. the rule book to play flesh and blood. And okay, that's that's a horrible no. statement, but you don't have to read the no, rule book like, cover to cover to play flesh and blood to attack and defend and attack, react and def- defense, react. Right. The core of the game. You don't have to do that. Yeah, I do. Uh, I love um, that they've chosen two heroes to focus on. Like, I do think that's really that's cool. cool. I, I kind of I think previously was more like, hey, I hope we see the other heroes. I, my take a couple weeks ago was like, I think we'll see them kind of slowly come out like that. Um, okay. This is going to be one of those products that's super interesting. Like, if they did put, like, a lot of people were saying, justifying the price tag of $50 by saying they're going to put key reprints in the set and there's cold mm-hmm. foils. And, like, right. I, I still think the product's too expensive. And a lot of people have said that. That's not just been me. I still think $50 is too expensive. I hope that the price, I have no clue. I have not seen anything order form from uh it has not been go- it has not gone out as pre-order yet from distribution so i have no clue what the price is i hope the pre-order price for distribution for stores is like 15 to 20 bucks and so then like, they can then they can sell it at like 30 or 40 even. 25 dollars 25 dollars i don't think 40 is bad because it's like let's yeah. say it contains some key reprints and you you're buying it with a friend right, right. if you're buying it for its intended perfects it's 20 bucks a person the, that's, the, not, that's not bad for a new the, game that's not bad the the interesting thing is going to be do you see reprints in it if you do see command and conquer in it uh, my fear is that if they didn't print enough of them it's just going to get scooped up by I, stores I, I, yeah store, stores are going to buy them crack them and mm-hmm. sell them as singles like and like that's not the point of this product and so like, no. I hope that doesn't happen i hope they printed it to oblivion and that this is something that sits on shelves and is a way for people to to learn to play a game this this product needs to sit on this yeah this product needs to sit on the shelf so the next one you just talked about right you said there might be another pair of heroes that come out i I would think we want this product to sit on the shelf until the next one comes out yeah and then there's always one right don't don't get me wrong like i think that this is a great product for everyone like i think like i will want one of these like i'll want to sit down with robbie and do a is it fun video like i've done with all the other tcgs that i cover like, I think it, it'll be fun to, like, hop in and look at it in that way and experience it. <laughs> hey, Legion's nice. I think, I think it'll be fun to experience it in that way and look at it in a bubble. Like, I think that's a really fun thing. 
Yeah. Um, I hope that they do a bunch of them over the next couple months. And then in two years, we have a box set that's like some sort of super every card is cold foil edition. You know what I mean? Like some sort of super duper collection, you know, uh, like uh, Magic Dual Decks had the dual deck anthology thing. I think that's so you want a collector's booster box? No, I want I want like I'm saying, like, if you make this a thing that's like entry level for all people and it's not collectible now that doesn't mean that you can't do a collector collector's version of it in the future so you you know you have two heroes here at the end of it you have all eight heroes from arc and wtr and you throw it into a collector chest uh classic battles collector chest that has oh okay that has alternate art in the cold foil and alternate art and then um you know it has a bunch of different i don't know you, you can do fun stuff with it it comes with yeah, a, I, comes with some sort of dice or something like that that's really sure. cool and like um i think there's a way to make this like for collectors in the future that then even as a new player that hopped into this product early on you're excited about that in the future and and you know when it comes out so or, I think or if this is your front door experience what if they, it builds that nostalgic feeling like you have for what and i have for welcome to Wraith. Right for yeah. the welcome, the farewell to Wraith, we had this like this awesome nostalgic feeling about discovering this game. What if this is your front door moment, and then down the road they introduce like a, a re-release of this product with special edition and alternate art stuff? You have that like nostalgia. Oh my gosh, this is what got me into Flesh and Blood. I have an opportunity to pick that up. I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I, I think it's a great product. I think it's a really. Um, I hope that it's not just two blitz decks and a lore book. Um, honestly, I. I hope that the prices not ever hit fifty dollars. Um, I, I I hope that too. But again, that's even I, as a as a store owner, like I, I'm not going to charge. If I have to charge fifty dollars for this, I'm probably just going to sell Blitzdex. I'm probably just going to make. I'm probably going to continue to just make uh, intro level Blitzdex and give those away. Like right, I'm probably that, not going to carry this product. You know what I mean? Like right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to carry it as a new player product if it's fifty dollars. If it. You, mean like, you, you have to remember it's it is 25 bucks a person right because it's, it's meant to be okay it's, but, the game has to be played with a friend it's meant to be purchased that way like a booster box isn't necessarily meant to be purchased that way this product is meant to be purchased like for two people okay no you're not a fan of that i mean come on man like magic the gathering dual decks were third they were 25 dollars and they raised the price to 35 dollars yeah but Flesh they didn't have cold foils in i know no, no, but Flesh and Blood tries to capture that essence of, like, people's first introduction to Flesh and Blood was the essence of you can buy the box and sit on it for a year and it'll be a million dollars, right? That's okay. part of, that's part of, like, the thing. And I know we're transitioning away from that. I just don't want you to get your hopes up for, like, the fifth, the, the less than 50 bucks. Oh, well, my hopes I, are I, not I, up for that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, my, my hopes are not up for that. <laughs> I, I just, I think they're still getting, a, not, maybe not getting away from that, but they're still, like, transitioning the model, and I don't think that's just going to be a light switch that's flipped, right? I, I think I, I, I agree with you, listen, especially I, when you I compare it to player products. It's cool. I don't particularly think we need a collector's version of a blitz deck, and if this is a collector's version of a blitz deck, I I just don't know what the point of this product is. I don't think that that's their goal. My guess, honestly, is that the cold foiling process. And mm -hmm. the the lore book, I might you know, Legend Story Studios does not do things lightly. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They're not going to throw things. in a little. They're not going to throw in a paper, um, a paper backed like it's just yeah. not going to be. Like yeah, it's not going to be like a pamphlet. 
it's yeah. going to be a nice looking booklet probably sure. or maybe even bound i don't know like my guess is that that stuff is expensive and the the question will be does that stuff make it uh exciting for a new player and that very well might be so i got a, I got a issue, question for you the issue oh, sorry, is the issue is that the person walking into an lgs doesn't care about that yet they'll care about that once they purchased it once they've opened it once they've played they'll look at the lore book and be like oh this is really cool but you know somebody walked into my store the other day it was actually the guy who was uh reinstalling some internet there like he was like my router broke so he like came and like was giving me a new router okay and he's like what is all this stuff and why don't you have Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I was like, I don't carry Yu-Gi-Oh. Like Yu-Gi-Oh is not my thing. You got to have Yu-Gi-Oh, man. But anyway, and I was like, well, why don't you check out this? And I, I handed him a Blitz deck. And he was like, well, like, I mean, like, I'm not going to, like, buy into a new game. I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. Like, are you going to buy Yu-Gi-Oh? He's like, no, I just play the old Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. I was like, well, then I'm not going to carry Yu-Gi-Oh, first of all. But but then, you know, and so what I did is I just gave him a Blitz deck. I was just like, hey, sure. here's the, here's a, actually gave him two. I gave him a, 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 a first one's free, dude. I gave, yeah, I gave him a, um, a Lexi and an Oldham Blitz deck. That's sick. It's like 10, yeah. 15 bucks. Like, it's, it's no yeah. big deal for a store to just be like, hey, here's the thing. But like, this is a $50 product. I'm not going to be able to just give it. So like, just sure. I see what you're saying. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that person wouldn't even spend twelve dollars, whatever a blitz deck is. I don't even know how much they are. I I don't even have them labeled. I just have them like on the back. I usually don't sell them. Like that person wouldn't even pay seven dollars, ten dollars for a blitz deck. Like that that new person is not going to spend fifty dollars to hop into a new game. Oh, okay. Uh, I, so but, that's me, that's that's fair. That's fair, right? But is that a person then we're, we talk about this game as being a front door product. Is that a person then that even comes into the front door? Maybe not. Like yeah, even if not. you no, there's, you could give him this stuff for free. Like let's say I gave him a, a tier one constructed deck worth, you know, a thousand dollars or something like that. And he's like, cool. But then as soon as the game evolves and, and, and yeah. moves on, he's not going to buy a new product or keep up with the game anyway. So, so there's there's to me maybe there's not the value I'm seeing there right yeah I'm seeing I, more I value in point. but I, I I hearken back to wow Ooh, I hearken back to, I hearken back wow <laughs> I welcome think back, to the reaction phase reaction phase my name is Joshua uh, so we on have, PBS <laughs> John got me into Flesh and Blood John who used to be on the channel all the time got me into Flesh and Blood and then. He bought me, I had never opened first edition product before. And crew went out of print when I was like learning to play flesh and blood, never had any. And then he was like, I'm at a game store and they let you buy 10 packs of crew at $3 a pack. And he bought me 10 packs of crucible war and brought them back to make him $30. And he let me open them. And I opened a cold foil Talishar in the, in just random 10 packs. And I was ecstatic. And for the longest time, that card, like having a cold foil, in flesh and blood like tied me to the game it was part of like i would look at it and it was trash right it's salishar it's horrible but it was trash it, it, excuse but it me my shiana ultimate I, pit fight deck loves talishar i stand by what i said <laughs> <laughs> and and ditto for your shiana ultimate pit fight i'm talishar pretty sure deck. i beat you with that deck to be honest i don't think you did 
I'm pretty sure I won that game. I'm, I'm pretty sure you just like 4v1 to me with your not on the same team guys that happen to be on the stream. We're, we're way off topic, which is not, you know, not, we're not, reacting to like five different things right now. Yes. But that tied me to the game. And if this new product gives you like a taste of the blitz deck, but, but also like a taste of that side of the flesh and blood world, because cold foils are something that makes flesh and blood special. It could be something that instead of you giving that blitz deck to the player, who's going to go in the front door and out the back door, this is something that kind of, Ooh, this, they feel an attachment to this thing. It, it ties them to it and maybe gets them a little invested, not necessarily financially invested, but like emotionally invested and they like this product. So don't you think yeah. like having something, chase in there is kind of cool i mean i think having cold flows in there is brilliant and super smart yeah. I, that's not the argument though i mean i, I like that that's not but the, the cold like, foil can't have like no value because that's a core point that of what cold foil cold will foil. not have any value that's probably true I, you're probably that, the cold yeah. the cold foil yeah. not have, and that's not what you just said what you just said is it's the that's true the look it gets them into yeah the, and no, like you're right. don't, you're right. don't you're get right. me wrong you're right. I, I guess i should have said this Having cold foils in it is a, is if this didn't have cold foils in it, I would be saying, why on earth doesn't this have cold foils in it? That's what I would yes. be saying because sure. it should have cold foils in it. I just don't buy that cold foils make it worth 50 bucks. Like, like, but, like that's what I just don't buy. And like, again, like $50 is great for some people. There are people I yes. agree with you who spending the money on it will get them in it. And like the other side of this is that you also have the blitz decks there, which is great. And like, right. that's awesome. I just wish it was 35 bucks. That's it. That's all. That, that's where I'm leaving. Yeah. That doesn't make it a bad product. I just wish that the price was $35 on it. I see. I, so. I could see it. I could see an argument for that. And, and, this and I'd be willing of, to sacrifice something to ha make it 35 bucks. Reprints of command and conquer and e-strike. I, I much rather have this be 35 bucks. And the, the first off, we don't know if there's even reprints in there. We yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's, is a lot. Specu this is all speculation. That's been the speculation of why they made the price point the way that it is. Right. Was that there is this in there? My guess though is that that's not true. The price point is there because of the lore book and because of the cold foil process, because of the packaging. How many? How many people do you think the lore book? Oh, I, that's a that's a, I such no an open-ended question. Yeah. Do, do you think there are certain people that because they get the lore book? are are more invited to stay to not leave the back door because they have the lore book because my initial reaction here is if i'm going to take anything out of that product and let's say it does contain a cnc and an e-strike reprint it's 50 bucks throw the lore book in the garbage that's just my personality i'm not a lore guy but I'm just gonna because say of, literally be, what i was just gonna say is my biggest fear is that lore book ends up in the garbage well because i'm because i'm not a lore guy i'm asking someone who might either be or know lore people is is that something that actually creates you know the same attachment I felt with a cold foil? Does that lore does it have an opportunity to create that attachment? If it does, it's a good include. If it doesn't, if ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time it's going to be cast aside or put on my shelf behind me to look cool, it, to me that's the thing I want cut out of the product. Um, did you play Pokemon when you were a kid? Yes, but I did, the did problem you... was I I played Pokemon. No, I didn't no, collect did Pokemon. You, I like, did you play the Pokemon video game? Ready. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you keep your your booklet? No. You didn't? See, what I booklet? kept my Pokemon booklet. What's a like booklet? I, like in the in the box you got a uh a book like a um trainer's manual. I I really? had that thing next to me every time I had my Game Boy. That's like, kind of cool. 
I loved. I probably still have mine from when I was a kid. Somehow, okay. So, somehow it so the Lord book might has an opportunity. If you had never seen Flesh and Blood, there's an opportunity for the Lord <laughs> book to t- closely tie you to the product. The question is, how many people are like me? Like for that's, me, that's what yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, for me, the Lord book is super cool. I also spent, you know. 18 hours uh editing each one of my lord book series videos and they got like no views like nobody was ever interested in it like my box openings at the time would get like 500 views and my lore series videos would get like 200 so like the average person doesn't care about the lore of the game that they're playing but i I don't know if that's we've declared in flesh and blood we've declared that and this has been the blanket statement by all of the callings are our main thing right that's what we're promoting all of the events the main thing with flesh and blood is gameplay, right? Yeah. Whether we like it or not, that's what they're leaning into. They're saying, we don't need to marketing. We don't need any of that. It's you play the game and you're hooked. And so the lore book is kind of a, a, a step aside from that. It feels like it feels like, Hey, this is focused around the gameplay, but if it's more expensive because of the lore book, it's either them reaching out and saying, Hey, all, gameplay. And also we're going to hook you this way. Or it's just a misstep saying we're focused all on gameplay, but we randomly included this throw in. I don't know. It's going to be super interesting. I think it's the most important product. I I 100%. I think it's more important than any set that can pre-release this year. I think this product is the most important. And then just a small side note, Blitz decks have always been inherently flawed to me only because they come in singletons and that can be good. But I, I kind of want to force this to be a two-person thing. I want you to buy it with two people in mind. Because yeah. if you go in and you buy a Blitz deck by yourself, if that Digimon yeah. guy bought a Blitz deck, he probably never plays it with anybody, looks at it for five minutes, and then forgets he owns it. Yeah. The the Blitz decks are a great product. This is a step up from Blitz decks. So, like, yes. I see, I honestly see the Blitz decks as uh, what really are the Ira deck. Uh, but I see the Blitz decks as Magic the Gathering's, like, um, free the, the, starter decks. That, like, they yeah, give yeah. LDSs. And right. like that's what I see blitz decks as. I don't like locally, I never sell blitz decks, I just give them away. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know, I, I don't I, know if I, a ton of people are selling blitz decks. When I buy them from distribution, I consider it a marketing cost. Um the that's fair. The two player start the the classic battles thing, I consider that like a that's a gateway. I think that's a gateway. I do. And I understand the idea of spending money on a gateway. I don't want it to be free. I'm I'm not saying that. Right, right, right. Um, There there is a point. I see what you're saying. There's a point where it's just too much. If I'm a a person looking into a new TCG, $50 when I can buy a booster box for $65, I'm going for the booster box for $65. But with Uh, the booster box, you can't. And and that's why, again, we're all the way back at my point. The the booster box is cool, but if you bought this and it, it walks you through playing the game. Then as that new player, this has more value to you. So, so what I think um, I love, uh, let me restate some things that I, I love. I love yes. the idea that the lore book is going to be high quality. And um, I think that's a win. Like, I think if you open this and it's like all really high quality, like the cold foil, it's all really high quality. It has an intro video. Like you're saying that's really yep. well edited. I think my opinion is that LSS should have taken some money from whatever they have delegated towards marketing, which they probably need more money delegated towards marketing and said, okay, we're going to take a loss on this product. We're going to make this product an amazing product. Store prices are stores going to be able to make barely any money on it. It's not for stores to make money. Uh, It's for stores to also consider more like a, uh, you know, not break even, but like a okay with making five bucks off of it or whatever. 
and LSS take a little bit of a hit on this product. And you know, I mean, like they, they, it's a $35 product. Maybe stores make five bucks off of it and maybe LSS loses money on it. And it's a way to make this like a really, really good advertisement for their game. That's how, if I was running the company, I don't know anything about their books. I don't know anything about their financial status. Um, but that's what I would do to make this a pro because everyone who can't comes from magic the gathering is going to see dual decks. That's what they're going to see when they look at the, they took the same packaging from magic dual decks, you know, the, they took the same packet. That's what this is. So it's going to be compared to a dual deck from the consumer point of view. So 100%. And I, I think you're right. I, what I would like to see is I, I, I don't know. And this is me. The, again, this is 100% my opinion. I'm I'm completely biased. I would like to see no lore book. I just get get rid of the lore book and lower the price point whatever that lore book is worth. I love the fact that it's a two-player product and I need to see supplemental material for this product. I need I need you and your homie, if you will, to be able to buy this at the LGS and then I don't I don't need you to I need you to be able to sit down. Maybe you have to pull out your phone right? And figure out how to play this and find something that points you, whether it's a document in the product, whether it's something on your phone that points you to how to play with this product yep. so that you can walk through it. And then you can sit there by yourself and lose track of time with your friend and play this product. I, I truly think it's the most important product that, that we're going to have at least this year. Yeah. I hope, I hope they've done that. So that when this comes out, there's that video available on launch. Yeah. That's important. Like, like that, like three, four weeks after launch of this product, it's going to kind of be kind of too late for that. So it, it does, it uh, feels, it feels too late. Right. Cause then it's, yeah, it's, gotta be it's moved launch. to, it's moved to the back of the shelf. Now it's, right. it's something it's always there. It's old, it's old reliable, but suggestion for L uh, for Le, for um, LGS is yes. take one of these kits, open it, sleeve up the decks keep the packaging nice your your first package on your shelf have that be the one when somebody comes and looks at flesh and blood be like check this out pull it out let them rifle through the decks sit down play a game with them i honestly uh magic the gathering has stands like uh they're plastic tables basically that's like a play learn to play magic the gathering at this table basically sit down play play with the opponent there teach them and then be like hey if you want to buy this this is a great entry level into the game and yeah yeah that's that would all be again more supplemental stuff yeah (laughs) solid 35 bucks (laughs) because you get the i mean because you get that person in sure you get that person in and they're going to buy more stuff from you from the future sure i guess so I don't I don't want to be seen on the wrong side of this issue. And again, I, I've already I I've either already explained all this or it's it's out later today. But I I think that this has to be at a reasonable price point. And the only reason that when you threw fifty bucks at me, I was like, ah, eh, maybe that's okay, is because it creates that that pull of of now you're I don't want to say you're trapped, right? But it's it's kind of what it is, right? It's like I I spent twenty five bucks on this me and me and a buddy. All right, after tax probably closer to thirty, right? But you make a good point. So I'm completely while while 50 bucks is that God that is high, but at least it creates that attraction. I am all for this product being less. So I, I don't want you to to or the, the comment section or anyone on the internet to have that misconstrued. I think this product should be cheap. I just don't think $50 is a complete like deal breaker in my mind. I don't know if it's a deal breaker for it's like the issue is it's not a deal breaker for 
50 percent of people 50 percent, but it's the for, other 50 percent of people then, right I, listen like i know people who can't afford a 50 dollar box like this you know right, what I mean? like, I, right. Uh, i'm not yeah i'm not saying I, and i'm when, again i'm not trying to sit I, from my mountaintop or anything yeah, like that I, like i know magic players who much rather have two fetch lands than this yeah than, you know what i mean like right I don't know, like, right uh, like, <laughs> so <too>. like <laughs> um i don't know there's a lot of that stuff so anyway yeah i think it's a great product i hope like 50 dollars is msrp that doesn't mean your LGS has to charge 50 bucks. And all of Flesh and Blood always sells at MSRP all the time. Yeah. Like MSRP for an Everfest box is 100 and they're selling for 80 So realistically, this could be $50 on MSRP and selling for 35 I hope right. that that's able to do I hope that LGSs are able to do that. Um, that would be cool. That would be cool. I would love to do a series on this. I'd love to even hang out with like you and play these decks. Like if we got one, yeah. it would just be, it would be so fun just to just like, Crack them, sleeve them, shuffle them. Dibs, dibs on Reiner. Dibs. 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 You know, Dory dibs was on the Reiner. first hero I ever dibs on played. Reiner. I don't want to play Dorinthia. I hate Dorinthia. John used to play Reinar. Dude, I, I am so Dorinthia. used to smashing brutes with a warrior. This is going to be so easy mode. Oh, I hate my Dorinthia. God. Anyway, <laughs> I just I want to make sure that everyone knows that I wasn't I wasn't like, no, it has to be expensive. Like, no, Team not Cassi. at all. Team Cassi. All right, here we go. Next topic. The calling Indianapolis preparations. I am not going, so I am not preparing. Um, and Dude, that's the biggest bummer when you told me you're not going and you're like, oh, I have real life responsibilities and family and people who love me. I was like, oh, great. Rub it in. And I, I, won't see you there. I have my entire life booked through this year. That's so. Dude, that's, that's super impressive. Like you're a super together dude. I don't have no, tomorrow. No, no, I don't have tomorrow booked. No, 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 I'm not a super together dude. I don't like paying more money than I have to for airlines, so I always plan my trips. And okay, also, that's... my family. You know, I come from like I have my parents are divorced, so like I have to appease both human beings in my you know like three families: my wife's family and then these other two families. Yep. Uh, and my sister lives in California. We're going to visit her. So this year, we're just like. Are you taking uh, the whole family? Are you taking the kids? We're going to Disney in like the April. Yep. The whole family. Yep. How old's the well, oldest? How old's the youngest? Because uh, I I have a theory here. How old's oldest, the oldest? How old's the youngest? Oldest is two. Youngest is six months. So like. So two. She's like I, I almost think three. The, she gets it. She watches I, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse every day. She sure. Loves. But that's the bottom of the cusp, right? Because you're going to spend a good amount of cold foil money. So on this Disney, Disney trip. it's Disney War, Disney Land. Yeah, yeah, the one in California, California. Which, whichever the California one. We're going is, for a day. We're not like we're not no, like. No, I and I, dude, I understand you. You yeah. don't love your family enough to give them the Orlando Disney experience. <laughs> you give them the knockoff. Like, I, you don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. But three, what I was trying to say is like three is like or almost three is like it's like that cutoff where. You, you want them to remember it because there's oh so much effort and so much financial commitment to do this Disney thing. Yes. And then like in two weeks, they're like, I have no idea what we just did. Ooh, look, a slide. Like you're like, oh no, why did I do that? It's more yeah. for you, right? So to admit that it's for you and, and Mrs. Kitchen Table. Not for me. Definitely for Mrs. Kitchen Table. Um, sure. Like like our, our three-year-old will love it. She's like... I don't want to like brag on my That's... child, but I will. She's advanced. Um, no, she she's like yeah, she, gets she that talks. From your mom. She talk yeah for sure. She talks and watches. She's she's ready to go to Disney and like she's a she's okay. ready to get the autograph. She's excited for that. Um, 
but yeah, you, I mean, we, is she gonna have you? Okay, you order her Disney character cards, like trading cards, that she can get signed, and you can put in the in the hard sleeves, like Dad has. Yeah, how cool would that be? She collects Pokemon cards already. That's pretty. I, of of yeah. course she does. Yeah, she collects of Pokemon cards, and then she she'll like when she comes in here, she'll look at the cards and say, she says, um, when I'm older, I can have those cards. Because she always tries to like take these <laughs> cards off my shelf, and I say, "No, honey, you can't have those now. But when you're older, you can have them. They'll pay for your college." And I say, "When you're older, these are for you. Like all my magic seal pro- I'm like, "These are for uh, you. When you're older, you can pay for a house with them." Like that's the whole. Anyway, oh uh, god, not... that's that's a stretch. Oh, that's uh, oh, maybe. no, it's not. It's not a stretch. Should right. be able to put a down payment on a house with my my TCG collection. First first homeowner loan or whatever I can put a down payment Listen, on a house for twenty bucks. Like if you okay. kept magic boxes from twenty years ago, your kid your kid's not gonna have a house till they're what twenty two. She's advanced. This kid's gonna have a house <laughs> at like sixteen. She's out, she's gonna realize she's done with your stuff. Okay, she's out of here. <laughs> the calling Indianapolis. What are you the excited call- for, man? I, I think this is an awesome opportunity to like get together, see everyone again. I I've been a huge fan of these calling events and we've talked about it's on blue in the face on here. Like I know it's centered around this nucleus of this main event, but all the side events, everybody just hanging out, people getting like people meeting for the first time. I meet members of the hometown TCG patron and the community and the discord. We all go out to dinner and stuff like that. Like meeting those people is just such a cool experience. It's like the, I don't know. It's like the adult version of field trip day at school, right? It's the yeah. adult version of like, ooh, I get to go hang out with my friends and, and have this field trip and enjoy the things that I like. And it's a cool field trip too, like the water park, not something super lame like the art museum or something. Like <laughs> so no, I, I think it's gonna be sick. I I'm I was worried about I'm I'm worried about the numbers. That's something that stresses me out. I haven't come up with a number, and I'll ask you that a number of what like I will envision as a good event, but I think there's going to be a cool opportunity here with MTG and flesh and blood, both present at the same event for flesh and blood to maybe pull like some interest, right? So it's a really cool opportunity for flesh and blood to maybe, maybe like, Oh, wow. That's if, if there's enough people, it's a big enough event. Oh, what's going on over there. If it's close to the size of any of the magic events. Oh my gosh. What's, what is this? What's this game? So yeah, numbers. I'm. That's what I was actually literally pulling up while I while you were talking. Um, <laughs> I just figured I, you were on your phone and texting, like you're done. Uh, yeah, my I was, opinion. I was yeah texting. No, I was pulling up. So there are because you posted this in your Discord server, which I am a loyal patron of Hometown TCG and viewer. You should also support Josh at Hometown TCG. Did, we have this Viscerai Masterclass coming out this week. Team um, Ascent is doing a masterclass this week. Let's go. Um, so I, I saw your post and I was like, oh man, they're, they're sold out, but, um, it wasn't super accurate. Uh, I don't want to like, pa- I don't want to like no, rag pack- on you. It's the packages. <laughs> yeah. It was meant to be the, for the packages. I know, and people want the, the, the cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's a package that one's capped at 300. Yes. 257 people registered. Then right. there's the, another package, uh, that might not have the main thing. I, I don't know. Anyway, there's only nine people registered for that. But I think that one that one doesn't get you entry into the calling. Okay, itself. perfect. That's why I just it, said it's those are all the si- all the side event tickets yeah. and stuff. And then there is just then there is the um the 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 uh where you're battling with a friend. What's that called? Uh, is it is that the battle hardened? 
No, no, that's that's no. different. Are you talking uh, about the blitz the blitz event, the three headed giant blitz event or whatever? Yeah, it's like uh hold on, let me pull it up. Team Blitz Beatdown. There are seven yeah, people yeah, yeah. signed up for that. Um, and then the other one is the the regular ticket, and there's fifty nine with is just the calling. So it looks like about okay. three hundred people are signed up for the calling. This is this okay. weekend. I can sure. imagine you're probably gonna get another two hundred registrations. So you'll you, wow, you, really? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like if we like i hope so i, hope I, do, I do too dude um like i, I hope so i like the issue is i i don't know how much of the side stuff fires like the the blitz beat down the bleat the blitz battle beat down the two-player thing there's seven people how many do you need to fire that and like i'm not sure that that's gonna fire and like that's where this is like but how many but, uh, how many of those people signed up day of so like right? I, I, let me back up I'm only saying this because I know yeah, somebody. Okay. Who, yeah, yeah. I, I know somebody who went to the last one. They signed up for some of the events that didn't fire on the first two days because everybody was playing in the calling. Everybody was playing in the the critical mass wasn't there for like the fun side event stuff. And like I hope that's different. I'm just not sure that the promotion has been for that. Like when I see the calling, I'm like I'm. I, I, I'm going to go play in the calling. And like, that seems to be the promotion for this. And I, listen, I think 300 people playing at the calling when you have a magic tournament next door or in the same building is awesome. And it's great. It's great marketing to that demographic. I think um, so too. But I, I do not think you should anticipate being there being like a massive amount of people at that thing. Um, I mean, uh, what, okay. What's a massive amount of people? I, I think there's going to be there's going to be enough to make it feel like a big good event. What was it? The Calling Cincinnati, I think was the last one I went to. And what was it at that one? There was like 400 and it definitely felt like a room full of people. Like it felt good. There was no negativity there. Like I, I didn't walk out of that place like, oh, my God. How many did you say were there? I thought it was like 400, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Correct. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure I've already been corrected. It's the Internet. But. There was like 400 people there that didn't feel bad. So if we can get four or 500 here, I think that's that's definitely good. And it's not in a key place like Orlando. It's not in Vegas. And this is not anything negative against Indy. But people, it's harder to use your vacation days not to go to the beach. You know, you know what I'm saying? So what is the main magic thing? The team, I, the team constructed? Sure. No, 249. So there's 200. That's the main event. There's 249 people registered for the team constructed magic thing. So there's the same amount of people. So it's great. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. And I think it's a lot of pull, right? To pull people over kind of, I guess, to the dark side, if you will. But as far as going to this event and prepping for it, it depends on what your flesh and blood experience what you want your flesh and blood experience to be Uh, speaking for the guys that, you know, team hometown TCG ascent, those guys, those guys are getting together and they're jamming games. They've built all the decks that are, they've seen in the meta that they've heard in the meta. They're monitoring all the different Facebooks, discords, and they're building these decks and they're just jamming play test games. So that's their experience against Kano. Uh, they did play against Kano. Did I they, don't know how it would have gone at compete sport, but did they decide to bring Nolrun to the game. They did. I uh, I don't want to leak any strats. I feel like that shouldn't be a strat. I feel like you should just bring Noler in. But okay. Uh, we're not. I'm, I'm not going to get into a theoretical tactical discussion with you. It's going to go in one ear and out the other, and wow. you're going to tell. Yeah, you're going to wow. tell me you're not interested. Um, I want you to know that I know more about flesh and blood than you think I do. I, I that is not true. I know you know. I've said 
in one year about out the other because you don't care about it. I didn't say because oh, you don't know ouch. it. Ouch. You're, that's not how you and this is what I was just saying that you didn't let me to finish. You don't like you don't like to experience the game that way. You like to experience the game at a in a different way than the high-level competitive players that are grinding out every ounce and squeezing every ounce of juice out of this orange. You like to get together with your buddies and play flesh and blood and play the heroes you like that's and fair. try Shyana Talishar decks. That's what you Listen, like to do. Cheyenne is gonna win the pro quest. You know, I, the, okay, the, the okay. <laughs> I will how much how much money do you have to bet on that but this is what i'm saying it's so it depends your your prep depends on how you like to experience the game so none of this was a shot at you but if you like to experience it okay are people anticipating that the pro quest season is a accurate depiction of what's going to happen at the calling I think for the most part yes they're assuming that i do think that that serious competitive players have things up their sleeve and I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I do think that not all the, the spice has been shown, but I think that the vast majority of people will be expecting what they've seen to exist at the calling. Okay. Interesting. Are you going to let me, (laughs) Oh, okay. I agree. Are you going to let me finish telling about how you want to prep for this? Yeah, tell me how you want to prep for it. I thought well, you no, were going to do that. No, that's what. No, you asked me how I would prep for this, okay. and I was telling you, you it depends on your experience. If you're a high level player, you're going to prep by jamming competitive games. If you're a low level player, you're going to pick what you like that can compete in the meta to to an extent. You understand you're not going to win first place, and you're going to go there and you're going to try to make out plays, and you're going to have fun, and you're going to spend the weekend with your friends, and you're going to enjoy yourself. Hmm. That's what I think. But do you have any places picked out in Indianapolis to eat? Is this like a fat comment? No, I listen. The first thing I would do to prep for the Indianapolis <laughs> is to make some. Re- if I could do one thing, this is the best piece of content on this channel right now. If you are going to the calling Indianapolis, stop playtesting right now. Put the deck aside. Find your phone. This is what I wish I would have done in Vegas. Make some reservations today for where you want to go. Did you know that there is a massive. Um, there's something going on in Indianapolis this weekend. Uh, I did. I don't know what it is, but oh, I, this March is madness. Yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be insane in Indianapolis. The, the flesh and blood community is not ready. I saw that. I saw that too. We do. We do. The first one was on Super Bowl. This one's on March madness. What's the next major United States sporting event? Can we Can throw we that in there? Say we need an American division of LSS. We need somebody over here. Like, Hey, these are just, and, and they're not wrong. And I'm not saying this is not one of those. You have to bend to all American culture, but it would be nice if someone gave them the info. Like, Hey, these are probably bad weekends throughout the year. Like, like, why do you guys play so many sports? <laughs> Well, in their defense, okay, let's defend LSS for a second. Wait, they're like, the wait, people, when, when's the rugby one? <laughs> the people who have these things stacked up behind them, which, oh, hold on, I have to cover those two. I can't show those two because I might Legions? get posted. Was that Legions? Oh, oh, oh nice. Oh. The people who have this stuff stacked behind them, behind a 4K camera and thousands of dollars on shelves in, in cardboard, generally don't follow March Madness oh, I had no clue super advily. But I disagree. I'm the weird guy. Like, I play basketball this morning, and now I'm doing this cardboard podcast with you tonight. I follow both. So it's a very interesting dynamic for me. 
That's but I don't call it a better name for a podcast. This cardboard podcast. That is such a better name for a podcast. Uh, it's not too late to pivot. <laughs> Welcome back to this cardboard podcast, everyone, where we talk about all things flesh and blood. Well, no, now that you said it into the microphone, someone stole it. You got to beep it out. Some there's already been a YouTube channel made. Um. Yeah. All right. So my my pro tip is to make your reservations now because everyone's going to be trying to go to the same restaurant. So my, my pro tip is to go and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Don't be, the, don't be the guy that like, or the girl or the human, what a, the person, the, the being that goes and, and you go O2 and your whole weekend's ruined. You know, you're like, Oh, I put yeah. so much effort into this. That happened and in I, Vegas. Yeah. But your weekend wasn't ruined. I saw you <laughs> the rest of the weekend. You were having a blast. You were <laughs> enjoying yourself. Don't be. And even if it's, it's, it's way harder if you are like the team ascent guys or or the team kitchen fable guys that like that like you spent a bunch of time prepping for this it's much more difficult not to let your weekend be ruined but do your best remember there's all these side events there's a bunch of people to hang out with there's a bunch of people to shake hands with uh, introduce yourself as members of the community really enjoy yourself so go to this event with a positive mental attitude and know that regardless of how the game goes it's a cool opportunity to hang out with people if i wanted to watch this on stream is there a stream you know we are why do you keep doing this to me I'm legitimately asking the question is there a stream <laughs> I, I actually don't know the answer to this I assume it's no based on your reaction no I think there is okay. I don't know any information about it and remember I reached out about like hey I'd love to do casting and everyone I reached out to was like that's great kid yeah now go run along and play it's like yeah. oh okay I'll, I will I you know what you although you know what you hold do? on if maybe does LSS watch our podcast did I, I get I hope not. did I get permission to uh co-stream nationals you did i think i got permission to co-stream nationals in an email and i don't know if i want to co- ask or if i just want to co- do co-stream is a very strong word you mean recast co-stream means that you are at nationals co-streaming with one of the content creators that they like and want to be on the thing you Re- like me? i'm just joking the re- recasting would you be dubbing over them here's what you do that you 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 want to you want my i got i i have i have an email here's my the calling indianapolis advice for you josh oh oh hold on hold on let me get my yeah write this down go ahead make it to the top table and then cast and and um in the game shout my own game And show LSS what you got, baby. Be like, Josh is really thinking right now. Josh, oh. I can just tell based on his hand that he has a line right now. Let's see what he can put down. Let's see. Our if viscerite really table's in the tank. He's sweating. Which line is he going to take? Starvo comes in, presents Starvo. Does he have the defense? Unmovable from Arsenal. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh, I would pay so much money to see that. That would be like if there was a movie, if there was a comedy based on Flesh and Blood, that would be in it. Somebody should do that. That would 100% be in it, and all 50 people that watch that movie would really enjoy that scene. <laughs> they could call it Flesh and Blood and compete with the movie Flesh and Blood that pops up every time you Google Flesh and Blood. <laughs> That's all my YouTube videos are fab. F F A B. Oh God. Oh, it's right. it's so crazy. No, uh, calling it. Don't, don't be you love it when your mom's like uh telling people what you do and you're she's like, uh ah, he makes content for a, a game called Flesh and Blood. 
No, my mom what? says he's a software engineer. She does, <laughs> oh, she yeah, she doesn't I mention. I forgot. This you're is not unemployed. this is still in the cupboard under the stairs at the house, dude. I, I, this is. I, I forgot you're not. Un, un, if I you have a, a real job. All right, moving on to number three. That was. <laughs> Wait, your... didn't we determine? We can't move on yet. Didn't we determine that you were Harry Potter this week? <laughs> Let's not get I, into that. <laughs> I thought we determined that you were Harry Potter this All week. All right, part three. Starvo. Dot. 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 Speaking of, Harry, speaking of Harry Potter, I presented you the question this week that I said I wanted to save for the podcast, and you said, no, tell me now. I'm very demanding, or I'll defriend you, and we'll never talk again, and I cried. It was terrible, but I said, let me wave my content creator wand, and this is my content creator. Oh, hold on. I have a, I have a coffee straw. Let me wave my content creator wand, okay. and poof, Starvo doesn't exist. Starvo's not a thing. Starvo never existed. Starvo doesn't exist. Is there something in the flesh and blood community that people would complain about and say it's unfun or, or <laughs> there's not... no chase in Everfest? <laughs> Dude, but, stop. I'm, gameplay, Louis. The market section is next. Is there this is a serious question? If Starvo was just poof gone, I use magic. Is there something that people are like, I, I don't like to play this game because of 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 blank because right now yeah. certain people even even yeah. the guy uh from compete sport was like i don't like <laughs> i don't like how this game is yeah. going i don't like the, yeah. the direction i quit is is there anything out there what do you think do you think that, if star wars that, gone is everyone just like oh this is bliss and roses and happiness that that guy's probably not feeling super good now that a kano won the compete sport uh <laughs> thing. like he's probably like dang it if i would have shown up i could have brought no rune and actually played Wow, you uh, are just banging on that. I just don't understand how it happens. Like, relevant deck slots, Lewis. Relevant I don't know, deck man. slots. I, I don't know. I, as a casual player, I show up to every game with my null rune ready to go because okay, I'm an adult do do this, and I though. make healthy this decisions. Is... <laughs> <laughs> how's that beer going? How's that, how's that beer going, homie? Uh, do you do you do the thing though? That's like. I have trouble showing up to like Arbory and casual level events around me with any kind of Kano because I feel like as soon as I flip over Kano, because we're there's no like actual presentation of heroes and stuff like that at casual. I feel like as soon as I do it, everyone's like, Oh yeah. Oh, My yeah, null room I, I that have, I keep yeah, in the, the, the four null and I'm like, is that in your list? Or because I, I don't think that's in your list. I think when you go to the calling, that's not in your list. That's just in your binder next to you. <laughs> um all right. So what are people complaining about? So I, I think there would be, and like, this is, uh, I, this is why the last two episodes, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. We have not talked about Starbo. No. That and that's correct? what we have to talk about Starbo this time. We, we have been very intentional and yes. I have been very intentional on one of my other contents podcasts to try to not take a very strong position on Starbo because it's getting a little bit old. Like, um, the, I, I wish that, that, that Starvo wasn't winning as much as he is. I think that Starvo is going to be living legends, the first living legend status hero, or they will have to do something about it. Um, I think though trading card game, people just like to complain about the number one deck and there has to be a number one deck. Now, there does. Star Wars is a little different in that it does kind of limit your, unless you're Kano, it does kind of limit your uh, like play style. It does kind of force you into a box like to, to go. But like, I think people would be complaining about Prism. 
Really? Aura because, Prism. Okay, but Aura, Aura Prism is pretty soft to a, let's call it a, a, a you know, go wide strategy, right? Things like yeah. Lexi, things like Katsu. But Katsu and Lexi, even though one of those two, I think is 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 something that might spike on some meters. Lexi? So, uh, I, I don't know. So the Katsu deck I've heard just can't win games. Is that accurate? Like, it just can't finish. It's really powerful, really strong. It just doesn't have, like, that final, like, the final countdown. It just doesn't have that. Me. Oh, man, we just got demonetized. There goes six bucks. I, I, Back to drinking beer. At least it's your <laughs> six bucks. No, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think Prism, because I've, I've heard that argument as well. Like, Prism would be the next thing up, for the, right, when yeah. it poses this question. But it's, it's so soft to to yeah. strategies that it can attack multiple times or anything that can lean into gaining action points efficiently that doesn't have to go out of its way like everything can gain action points with time skippers and oldham and stuff like that era and uh lead the charge and things like that but things that don't have to go out of their way to do it really can run over that prism build sure now, pr- the prism build could shift it's a it's a super versatile hero i i, I just don't know i I've, I've had a couple of people say viscerai viscerai would be something that Starvo's keeping Viscerai in check. I I don't know that it's possible to really know. I think though that's, that like that's the meta fun. would that's the fun. The, the meta I think would be m- more diverse on the pre top eight side. Uh, like I think it would be a little bit more. I don't think you would have one of the heroes being because I mean look like Briar just got a huge like I don't know like huge errata huge change like Briar is like. Yeah, she's like irrelevant now, right? Like, I don't know. She, she I don't think she is. And this is, I don't know. And the problem is, I don't think I've I, seen a Briar in the top. No, eight. let me rephrase. I, I don't think Briar is, but however, the data of thousands and thousands and thousands of flesh and blood games is kind of declaring her irrelevant. So you're you're clearly correct, right? Because right. over these pro quests, it's just thousands and thousands of games. This huge sample size of flesh and blood games. So I'm I'm not saying that she's not but would would there there just be another top dog right and people would just call to down with the top dog and then when it was discovered to be the top dog people jump on the top dog and the deck and i think i honestly think the issue with star rose it seems like this is the third time in a row like i I think the issue uh i don't know about that i i honestly think the biggest issue with starvo for me sorry you think from the player side, I think from the collector side. Sure. I, I honestly think from a collection side, a investment side, the hardest part of the Starvo thing is it seems like this is the third set in a row that's had a hero that's been just straight, seemingly like, over. Chain was a, you had to change your yeah. gameplay to play against Chain. There was nothing you could do. Briar, it was kind of fun to play against because it was kind of like you're on a timer trying to out, you know, outclass yeah. her, but it still seemed like you had to change. The way. It wasn't fun to play against. It, it, now it you have Starro, yeah. who isn't fun. And like, that's my, um, that's my concern is like, is, is Bravo the only one that's just like, not like, like I, I don't see any of the other heroes that aren't fun to play against. And so like, that's where I think people, I don't, I don't think anybody would complain. I, I don't want to ever say that people wouldn't complain because this is if, if this is a TCG world and like the, the, yeah everyone and that's kind of my point here right we complain it's, there will always be something yeah. first of all I never complain listen man like the, like people complain about stuff 
Right? Yeah, like, of course. That's, that's, Especially when you spend this much time and effort talking about it. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. So I think there would be something. I don't think the conversation would be as strong as this because Bravo was the new thing and it always seems to be the new thing. Like that, that that's the track record so far with Flesh and Blood is that a new set, a new hero, OP. A new okay. set, a new hero, OP. It, like mm-hmm. it just seems like that's the issue more than um more than anything. Uh, yeah. you know, you go back to the James White, the last the latest James White interview, and sure. he was like, It sucks when you do a new set and you have to ban something. That that feels bad. Yeah, it feels bad for them, I'm sure. It also feels bad for the consumer, it feels bad for the store, it feels bad for everything. And like that's the I think that's why everyone has an attitude right now about Starvo, is it just feels like that's the way things are. I I, I I could get on board with that. I 100% can get on board with that. Uh, let me react to that, if Love you it. will. What about the the argument that it's it's non-interactive and unfun to play against? Like, it's not fun to play against, right? What, what do you do? You buy into that argument? I do, but only because of Awakening. Like, it seems like it seems like Starva is just kind of like it's, it's got a snap catch up mechanic. And it's like you're you're beating it, you're playing against it, you're ha- you're doing good, and then they get it, and then it's like there's not there, uh, polarized for a million. Like it's just like it seems a little bit like <laughs> polarized for a million. I want to play Starvo just so I can be like polarized for a million, patent pending. I, I mean, like <laughs> it, like that's the. I think that Starvo sure. without awakening is is probably more fun to play against than than whatever but like i mean look look at the other the rest of the the world it, mm-hmm. this is where people just like new zealand must just be frustrated lss must just be frustrated because like they just don't play tcgs like like we do we play tcgs in the worst possible way what? americans yet again are just the worst <laughs> I, I mean, like, we just we just take and take and take like that's all we do we just like oh land well, give it to me oh like money give it to me oh we, th- there's there's dominance? there's an ingrained it's we're not playing for for can i pull this off or can i do this cool thing i'm playing anyway. for yeah i want to win and, and like, yeah, that's like, I think like that's one of the problems, the way that <laughs> the, the way that LSS approaches the game is different than the way that Americans approach TCGs. Like, I don't, uh, I don't, like, and if we had some offices here, <laughs> no, but like, that's like, I think an issue, like, I think I, they just must be frustrated because if you look at their metas, if you look at Australia and like mm-hmm. New Zealand and what's going on in those metas, it's like Star Wars is just not as big of an issue. And then you get on Facebook and everyone who's like complaining yeah. is American. <laughs> Like, which is which is also the way we play TCGs. Yeah. So look, we're two for two. Like, I, think, I think they should have just kept flesh and blood in the New Zealand bubble and just enjoyed it before they ruined everything. I can't. I can't tell. This this conversation seems like it goes from like pro American to anti American back oh, to pro American. Let's be very very clear. I have American colored dice. I am Team America. Um, in the, in the like, I am Team America one hundred percent. Oh, me too. But I've also I've, we kind of ruin everything. Can I pause you for a second? No. I want. I've always wanted to be the one to start. I'm pausing you anyway. Ready? Boop. Pause. I've always wanted to be the one to start like this, because we have all these nationals, and eventually there's going to be worlds, right? 
So every time I've done like a gameplay video or the masterclass series we have coming up in the Discord and stuff like that, I want to blanket it and being like, hey, if we make the average flesh and blood player in America better, then the the team players, the team Kitchen Fable, the team Ascent players and stuff like that, they get even better. And then when worlds come around, oh, baby, mm-hmm. we're looking to say, so to me that I want that to be like a real and a, and a friendly competitive thing. Let me get, let me get this straight, but I want to cast like a world event with a New Zealander, like me and a New Zealander who are friends casting and having like jokes and going back and forth. I want to do that. I want this you to be a thing. I want, New Zealand, I would, I would, whatever, yeah, Canada. whatever it is, I would be, I, I want this to be like a, a, we, we want to win. Like America wants to win. New Zealand wants to win. Uh, all these other countries, they want to win these world things. I think that would be a cool environment and a cool thing that would, that would play well on the internet. I just want to be one of the fans that's in my like America spandex in the background of table one. <laughs> then I, then I just want you here. Can I? Can I just have you back here the whole time? <laughs> yes. Just, yes. Hey, date, date yourself. Will you do the Numa Numa dance? The, the guy? I don't know who that is, but yes. The I will go with you. Oh, yeah. Demonetized we, again. Boom. Six bucks. Gone. Boom. I'll I'll send you the six bucks. You can have it. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I think that that's honestly part of the problem. Is like but, Americans yeah. net deck. And like, first off, listen, those of you who are listening and you are an American who doesn't neck deck, I love you and I'm sorry for putting you in a box. You're not that person. There's a million people play testing, Team Kitchen Fable, all the teams. Net, play neck testing, decking doesn't team. help you that much in flesh and blood. It doesn't. I get it. But like the like the idea, it's just a, my point is like it's a difference in culture. Like we will, like I think a lot. This of, feels like dangerous territory, and I don't want to touch it. <laughs> no, like I feel I like a lot, run of, and hide, a, a lot of American TCG players, they don't care what, like they don't have an affiliation to Lexi. They're not going to play Lexi because it's Lexi. They're not, you know, like that, they're yes, going that, to that play is to rare. Win. Yeah, like yeah, and like not that New Zealanders again. I'm not trying to put everybody in a box. I'm sure that there are New Zealanders who are playing Bravo to play. <laughs> but to you win. kind of are. All right. kind of our that's buddy. the point of this like, yeah, I have to have an opinion about things yeah that's no. my opinion so yeah. I I don't I don't think I I think you're completely correct I I think there is definitely because we did what is it I used to do the you remember the devastation series for blitz I used to react yes. to that and we'd watch like the gameplay and it just felt vastly different like the gameplay we, we were questioning lines we we're like questioning deck choice it all felt vastly different and I always just felt wrong because I'm like, oh, these are the game developers. When I'm questioning this decision, I'm just clearly wrong. It, it, it doesn't. I'm, it, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just no, just no. I know you're it not. It's like no, it's you're just not. the way things. You're not saying are. anything bad at all. I'm just I just giving you a hard time. I think but, that's why though you see this like just stupid attachment to a hero and then anger from the community because everyone just goes that way. It's like, oh, Starvo's the best deck. Art looks like I'm playing Starvo. But I like, want to lean back into unfun to play against. I want to lean back into this because you just talked about, you know, people are playing Starvo. Starvo's unfun, unfun to play against, and that's kind of been the community consensus. If Starvo didn't exist, I want to ask the people who win games, games on Kano, how much fun is Kano to play against? And if Kano is just as unfun to play against, as Starvo, and we're banning or restricting or changing things based on how 
fun they are to play against. Kano needs a ban by that logic. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's a super slippery slope. Like, oh, it's not fun to play against, so I want it banned. I, I don't like that argument because I always hearken to Kano. Kano's not fun to play against. It's not hot exciting take? to play against a Kano. Hot take? It's you exciting to play a Kano. You ready for a hot take? Oh, no. You ready for a hot take? Oh, I hold on. You ready for a complete... Complete let, me fin- let me finish this. Let me finish this. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Are you ready for a, a typical Louis DeGeorge response here? That is why I love doing a, this content a, with you. A hot take with a complete abstract number with no data backing it up. Ready? 90% of Flesh and Blood players have no clue how to play against Kano. And when a Kano comes to the table, they're just like, eh, let's see what happens. They have, And of those 90%, 50% have never played against a Kano. Sick. So we insulted all other countries that aren't America. We doubled back. We insulted Americans. Now we just insulted 90% of flesh and blood players. Dude, like, we are crushing it today. This, Let's is, this go. is what I heard from people who were at the Compete Sport one. I talked to like 10 people who were at the Compete Sport and they were all like, I just didn't know how to play against Kano. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Like, I, I mean, it makes, but it makes sense, right? What if you came on to Flesh and Blood and Monarch? What if you came on to Flesh and Blood? And Monarch? Yeah. How many Kanos have you played against? Yeah, I Dude. have because I I used to I played back when Kano was a thing. Listen, OTK Kano was a deck in CC. I, I would like I have played a a decent amount of games of Flesh and Blood. I would say mm-hmm. more than the average person. Oh, I uh, would, uh, I vastly more, but sure. I think I've played two games against Kano. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's, and yeah. John Cush is in my Discord and played in my Thursday Night Armor <laughs> events all the time, and he's Team Kano. Like I don't know. Like I just don't think that that's like the hero just hasn't. I would say Kano is probably the most underplayed hero in Flesh and Blood. Maybe to, like I don't know who plays who plays Kano. Nobody plays Kano. I. If, p- if more people might play Kano, I think Azalea has louder fans. That's true. So, so Azalea yeah. feels yeah, more represented, but might be underrepresented. But, like, but playing your, your, point is, your, point is val- your point is valid regardless, 100%. Yeah. It's, playing against yeah. Azalea doesn't require a completely different play structure. Right. It's, 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 attack, it's attack defense, when, and there's some dominating there, sure. When you show up to play against Kano, it's just different <laughs> crap. You have to, like, you have to yeah. like not play. You have to well, be like... No, the I'm core, not going to play right now because he's going to kill me on my freaking turn. That the is core of your exclusively deck. exclusively Kano thing. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows what they're doing. Sorry. 10, 90% of people know, don't know what they're doing. They don't go to 100%. We can't insult everybody. We're, we I'm, not insulting. Read- yeah. I'm, I'm not insulting. I'm insulting no, Kano because Kano is the guy at the party that nobody wants to play with. Kano shows up to the bar and he's over there by himself with his wizard minion friends and nobody wants to hang out with him. And so nobody knows when he comes over and starts talking, everyone's just like, what do we say? And then they start talking and Kano starts talking in the middle of them talking because he can play cards on their turn. And then nobody knows what to do with that. It's just awkward. Dude, poor Kano in the corner with his little magic wand, like poof. Stop it. No. This, Let's dude, not this forget. Let's not forget. I played a mean Kano and I got targeted hard in a in, in an ultimate this? pit fight. 
let's not forget, I made the splash art for in the into the pit that was never seen or used. All right. So All everyone, right. I, I would like to just make a, a public apology to everyone that I've insulted on this podcast. Not you, us. We're a team. I love We're you. And I hope that this has been entertaining for you or something. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the most entertaining part about Flesh and Blood? I, if it's the market, I have market. done. So I, <laughs> you, I, did, I've gotten more mileage out of this straw in this video than, than anything else. Than, <laughs> and I have extensively. I was every time we talk about the market, dude. You're the market guy, and I, I do no research. And before the podcast starts, I'm like, hey. How's the market? Nudge, nudge. Give me something, some info. I have done extensive research about the market, but I'm still going to let you go first. Uh, I'm curious at what extensive research you've done in the market. I I can't reveal that. Or there are there are definitely time. some stuff moving. There's definitely some. There was a Grasp the Arknight Cold Foil Nine that sold for twenty five hundred this week, which is pretty good. That's a that's a new kind of we've we've been huh. You're you're doing no 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 you're doing like actual research and giving actual figures. I didn't do I didn't do that. <laughs> this this is what I do all day every day. I, 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 did, I like, didn't do that. I, I wasn't like all I didn't I study do, for this test. Like I have, you should see my emails. I have every day. It emails me when a new flesh and blood cold foil goes on the market, and every day it it emails me when a new flesh and blood cold foil sells from the market. I get emails when anything goes on or sales i'm like i've got notifications i've got people with other notifications i like i know what i'm doing anyway uh i don't have to do the research because i live it (laughs) this is all i think about and all i do it's really sad sometimes i lied to you i didn't do any research and i was really hoping to get by with some confidence (laughs) uh no like there's some stuff going um, okay. I think that investors, there's a pocket of investors who are picking up the the current stuff. I, I think the biggest question mark for flesh and blood market and investing is the new the new guard, right? Like the people who got in during Monarch, during Tales of Aria, during Everfest, what do they think is too expensive for a card? The people from the people who are invested in flesh and blood in WTR, Arcane, and crew and the big market pump and the huge, you know, high numbers, people who were spending fifty thousand dollars for nine five heart or four thousand dollars for raw cold foil legendaries, the class specific raw cold foil legendaries, they had money and they are were old magic investors who could sell a you know, alpha dual land for 4k tundra. Yeah. And and put it into a cold foil legendary that they thought was going to, you know, because of the supply being 833 copies and they compared that to magic gather, they thought that they could do that. And then they thought it would sell for 15,000. They thought other magic investors would do similar and sell off a black load. I don't know. Um, And so like, there's a lot of that. And like, now we have no market upticks in eight months, like no, like, no, there's no like inflection points, right? Like we've had out of print announcements for the unlimited sets that have made the like really. If you look at it on a long enough timeline, made the value of the boxes go down for somehow. I I I ordered some of these from you when they were out of print, right? There's yeah. so much stuff from Welcome to Wraith that's currently played. I picked these up thinking 
Like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna need them because sooner or later, if I want to draft with my friends or with anyone in the Discord, I won't be able to. It's so weird. Yeah, I, I don't mean to cut you off. It's just so weird that we got those announcements and I can still go online and buy this case of Welcome to Wraith, even though I was told there's just got to be a ton. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. I just thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. So like the question is like, do people who got involved at Monarch and and Tails are they ever gonna spend? $2,000 for a cold foil? Is that something that they are going to ever want to do or have money to do? Um, like, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I know. I think the answer is, the answer is yes with, with circumstances, right? Because look at, what do we always say? This game, this game is no longer a new TCG, right? And if it's in for the long haul, if it takes the path of something like a magic, the gathering, then, then yes, those things will be worth that one day. But we're talking, I mean, 30 yeah. years, like. Right, right, right. I, like, I, I think like that's the, like, the question in my mind is where, where, like, the people who are new who want to buy a cold foil legendary, where does that lead? I'm talking about alpha WTR. Yeah, okay, or, okay. Arc and WTR. Um, yeah, like, the Monarch market's pumping. Like, Monarch uh, cold foil is way up. Uh, way Prism, up. you know, what's really encouraging for the market is, like, people who play Prism don't like non-foil cards They're, they just like pretend like non-foil prism cards don't exist and everyone who plays prism has to have the foil versions and shout like, out shout out mo Bogsley, a uh, good like, friend member of ascent has my prism deck that has a boatload of foils in it because i don't know what it is you're right when i built Pr none of my decks it's just whatever chaff is lying around to fill the slots but for prism i i sought out the foils yeah. i i I don't know why. Why, why did you? And like, how do you know? Get out of my head. And like, Holy LS, prism. and like, shout out to LSS for like being like, hey, all the judge promos are going to be high, high end prism foils that everybody wants. The the the, the uh, content, content creator, creator ones. Yeah, yeah they, they were high end prism cards. Like, shout out to how LSS. Did they, how did they know? That's it's, awesome. Yeah, that's the type of um like marketing that that drives the market. Like, it's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of that stuff, the the high-end Prism Pro. I don't mean to cut you off again. Wow, I'm doing that a lot lately. That, we're having a dialogue. I mean, you're not cutting me off for talking. Uh, no, let's get one thing straight. When we do the market, we're not having a dialogue. I'm learning. I have a notebook. I'm, I'm writing things down. No, I, I, I do have some value in the market discussion. And I've, I've noticed this is great. there's a ton of purchases and sales of high-end foil Prism things. And those lots are selling. Yeah. I, I've seen foil prism lots, whether it's judge problems, whether it's the content creator promos, whatever it might be, uh, cold foils for prism, you know, including the luminaris, all the, all the legendaries, things like that. Those lots are selling. I always look at the price on these lots. And I think, well, if you're, if your lot of three blood rush bellows for $12 or whatever, isn't selling, there's no way this prism lot is selling. And then boom, sold like right away. It's insane. Is, yeah. is that because the deck is good or do you think it's it's the importance of those those content creator and promo cards in there. Uh, I mean, I think that, that it's got a couple of things going for it for Prism. Okay, number one, Prism is a attractive female hero that oh, so like nice. I think there's an element of like when you play that hero, it's like I want to foil out the deck because like the card itself, like Reinar. I'm sorry, but like I'm not like hey, I want to foil out my Reinar deck. Like prism, like, prism if feels I wanted like, to do like something... luminous golden right. in a library. Reiner exactly. feels like I'm rolling around in the mud. Like... And, and if I was going to foil out my Reiner deck, what that might look like is having fry the eggs, make the cards all look like they're all like 
rolled around in the mud and like or, or like ripped up and bleeding or something cool yeah prism's got like yeah. fancy like uh, like the, the, fancy, the robes all, robe all the all the tomes and books yeah. And yeah it looks like something that you want to foil out um it's, yeah that's fair and all the cards have this gold element to them even the ones yeah. even like the red and the blue pitch card they have this gold element to them so when they're foiled man they they shine so now see okay maybe i'm understanding why that's the one deck i like yeah i wish i could pan the camera i searched through so much chaff of foil it doesn't hurt that it's like also a very viable deck like that's a, yes. like and yeah. like that will always like the the, the, the viable tunic, foils will always be good single foil will always be good the spring tunic will always be the most expensive alpha legendary because it is the most played in iconic card you can make an argument to me that the the tunic in 20 years is the most expensive flesh and blood card i would almost believe that because it's iconic I get it. The heart, the eye are iconic, but like when everyone uses the tunic for the next 50 years, like I, I think you could, I think you could see that. So like, I think that's a, sure. a, a notion to, um, I don't know. I, I think the markets is still in a weird place. Like I think everyone's just kind of waiting to see if somebody picks up the paper. Um, I don't anticipate that like new people are going to be coming in with the paper to pick up the old prices. That's the question. Like, you know, we had some high rollers in our community. Uh, Matt Callish, uh, like there were some people with, with paper who honestly like flesh and blood's not the key investment. Now, like there's like the, the investing side of the world has gone hard into other things. I'm not talking about TCGs. The only yes. thing worse that I could, the only thing worse than saying another TCG that I could say right now is cryptocurrency and NFTs. So I won't say that that's what people are investing their money into. But if you want to actually take mean? a look at the way that the world works, that's what's happening. It's like, why? Like, if you believe in. Wow, that's a subtle shot there. We're, I, we're, like, shooting, we're firing people, cans listen, there. Dude, I'm into people, it. I'm in. People hate it when I talk about that stuff. But like, I don't. Like, I. Let let let's then, then you know what let's, I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon. Not only do I own cryptocurrency, I own MetaZoo NFTs. Oh God! Don't I, we're not pumping MetaZoo NFTs no, right I'm now. Not I'm, pumping, not I'm not pumping this. anything. I'm, I'm not pumping. handling this. Listen. There is no pumping of anything. I'm just telling you. If you, there's no reason to hate you for that, there's no Listen. reason to hate you for that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm if sorry. You, if you think that the flesh and blood market is down and that now is the bottom and you have to buy the bottom, take a look at where. Ethereum was when flesh and blood was pumping and, and now where Ethereum is and like, it's just an easier sell. There's like, uh, there's yep. a lot of risk on each side, but like yeah. it, the, the people who are like, it's just, I don't know. I, I just don't know what picks up the high end. My, my, my kind of focal point right now for people, if you're investing in flesh and blood is like sealed boxes. Um, like they're like, they have held up pretty well. People are opening sealed boxes still, People are still buying um, box openings, and like as long as people are still buying box opening, still boxes are still a good. the The issue is like when somebody posted a box opening that doesn't sell out. That's when I'm like, uh oh, boxes are too expensive. <laughs> sure, sure, that's that could get scary. So, but from the from my perspective, right? Because I, I deal, I definitely deal with more of the player perspective. I, I think we have an opportunity in a perfect storm. I really do. Because if this new product, which, and I, I hate to harken back to this, but it has to do with the market. If this product crushes and it hits at a good price point and it comes with something teaching people how to play the game and that comes out 
at the same time, I'm still holding the straw, by the way, if that comes out at the same time that singles for these various decks are super affordable. I, I do the, you, you you flexed about your videos earlier. I'm going to flex about my Blitz deck budget upgrade series, 25 bucks. And we upgrade the Blitz decks, right? To be like more competitive and playable. If, if you can upgrade these decks for under 50 bucks, right? Like let's say you get a addicted to the game and you can update, upgrade these decks. I think it's a situation for a perfect storm to have a giant influx of players. Not only can I get an entry-level product that hooks me on the game, but I can slowly take steps to being better at the game, having a better deck, having a better armory experience, all of that for not a ton of money, right? As, mm -hmm. aside, again, CNCs and E-Strikes are still kind of up in the air, but if I if I can get Blood Rush Bellows at $2 a piece and supplement my Reinar Blitz deck, that's that's gigantic. That's huge. So it's it's like the market and the release of this product are like primed for an explosion. We just need a catalyst, and the catalyst has to be the market has to maintain. It has to be stable. It can't it can't take another dip down, and that product has to be a hit. That's what I think. Hot take: the market's been stable the whole time. Like, hot, what? Like, I'm not the market guy. I'm confused. That statement confused. I thought it was had, all over the place. We had two. We had three. We had. We had say, four. say Black Swan. Just say Black Swan events. Just no. Say it. Oh. We had a hyped up Black Swan event that didn't actually <laughs> happen. Like we we had four weeks where prices were really high. The other than those four weeks, everything's been about the same price on the way down to about the same price as cards were before those four weeks. Okay. I mean, like you can, you want a, a more macro version of this. Look at Crucible of War out of print announcement. Crucible mm -hmm. War boxes were seventy bucks. Crucible of War went out of print for a week and a half. Crucible of War boxes were a hundred and ten dollars. How much is a Crucible of War box today? I have no idea. Seventy five dollars. What? Like, yeah. I'm oh, unlimited. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm using. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I, 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 yeah, I didn't. I, I hear you now. I didn't put two and two together. Like Sorry. the whole market had a reaction like that. Sure. Something we got the print run of numbers, everything jumped up 200%. And now it's back down to where it was. And like, maybe like if we didn't have that reaction, I'm not saying that the announcement was wrong. The announcement's great. I want more of the announcements like that. Yes. I want more transparency on the print run. I actually might do a Monarch first edition box opening every day until they release the monarch first edition box numbers starting on the monarch birthday um Whoa, when's the monarch birthday may something may 15th or something like that may 13th what? may 11th may what if something. they go a year yeah i think that's what it's gonna be it, so you're gonna open a monarch box a day for a year yeah. uh-huh you're cool, dude. You're way cooler than me. I look at a couple monarch. I, I have monarch boxes and tables. I, I, boxes. First of all, I didn't say they're all going to be for me. Oh, <laughs> like I never said they were Louis boxes. You know, maybe oh, some okay. patrons want some boxes. But like, I my point is like I love the announcement. I'm not crapping on the announcement. I'm right. crapping on our reaction. Like we all listen. This guy bought a lot of crap. I bought a lot of crap during that like that run. I bought like. Somewhere between, somewhere between forty and too many cold foil commons after that print run announcement from Arc WTR. Like I had a job and I was spending all of my actual money on cold foil commons. 
that was stupid. I didn't want I didn't want to cut in. I didn't that want to cut in. Dumb. That was dumb. And the issue was it wasn't just me, it was kind of everybody in the market. Like we all did stupid things. And like the question the the fact I've got a matter, whole stack of stupid. Like the fact of the matter is everyone other than us learned from that. And now when there's an out-of-print announcement, nobody's like, oh, I'm gonna go buy everything because like it didn't work. And like now everybody's seen that. Sure. And so, like, and uh, the other side of this on the high end side is like, there is a cap, man. I know nobody wants to talk about it. There's a cap. People can't afford $300 cards. Yes. People can't afford $1,000 cards. And and people, not everyone who can wants. I think that's that's just as important, right? People who can afford, again, being from the player side, I know players that have great jobs and good money and they don't spend their time making youtube videos so they're not broke right so they could afford these products but what do they do they enjoy they experience flesh and blood through the gameplay they don't want to buy a 500 piece of no room they want to buy a five cent piece of no room that's super that's super important because you know what was going on when the the print run announcement happened a global lockdown where nobody could go and play the games and everybody was still sitting in their house and you loved flesh and blood. You loved it so much, but you couldn't right. go to your LGS and experience it. So you were sitting at your house and you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy cold foil for $400. And well, you, also, you, did you also didn't have all these things competing for your attention because you couldn't leave your house. Right? right now you have, now you have this, you have concerts, you have going out with your friends, you have travel with your significant other or your family or whatever competing for your attention. So while flesh and blood still may hold a special place in your heart, it, it you like don't, you say, don't sit in your office in front of your computer screen and consume flesh and blood all day long anymore. So that's, that's, that's going to lead into it too. So like, I think now, like now the thing is like long-term it's great. I think the market's fine. I think like, you're just not going to see that. Like, I just don't anticipate like, like I, I, I think the two thousand dollar cold foil legendaries for WTR. It's like that's where it, it's going to be there and might it's gonna be there the for same. A, it's it going to be there more. People want the reserve healthy. list. People have been watching the reserve list for more than the last year or two. Are familiar with this? It's just going to stay there. It's going to stay there for a long time. It's going to yep. keep being there. You're going to have opportunity. That's where it's going to be. Uh, and and one day it might change, but. I, I think it's super interesting. Again, I, I just to close my thoughts, I, I, I really, really, really think it's an awesome opportunity for this this cataclysmic event and, and cataclysmic in a good way. This explosive event. Oh, my gosh. For, we're an hour and 30 minutes into this podcast. We have got to end this. Oh, for that. I was, okay. just, I was just about to Wait, say really? something else. I was just going to. I was. Just Are we really? Say, we're an hour and 30 minutes into this podcast. Do you want to read? Do you want to read? Do you, do you want to scrap this and reshoot it? We'll make it like 45 minutes. No, I'm tired. <laughs> you how about, can, you want to edit some of this? Cataclysmic event. Go ahead. No, I, I think it's a good opportunity, like I said, for the market to be low and this product to come out and get players into the game for cheap and kind of get them hooked and enjoy the part that, that LSS is really promoting that I think is great. It's the gameplay, right? So I, I think that's awesome. Uh, we have the closing crazy comment Wait, section. Are you, but, I just want oh, to cl- clarify. Are you mm-hmm. saying that there's a Black Swan event coming? I I what I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> we have the closing, but before we do, I want to shout out my man, my new probably best friend, probably better friend than you, Taylor Howe, who makes the game Legions Realms at War, has sent me a bunch of content creator stuff. Hey, build decks, make content with, and then give a bunch of stuff away. 
to people after I learned, you know, I'm, I'm learning how to play the game. And not only that, he gave me something he didn't give you. You might have your own card. You do. And that's fine. I have a hand-built deck from the man himself. He built me a competitive deck. Yeah, you have your face on a card. I get it. He built me a competitive deck and said, hey, go crush your boy, Louie, because we know that's what you're in this for. So, dude, huge shout out. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to experience the game. It's going to be so much fun. And this is not, I, I don't want to hear complaints on this podcast. I was just, I thought it was awesome that he reached out to me and said, hey, I made a game. Try it out. That's super neat. Thank you so much. Love it. And uh, put my face, put my face in a card or like my butt. I got a good butt. Put my butt in. <laughs> uh, Closing crazy I, comments. I like, Are you distracted by my butt? No, yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. Um, oh my gosh, oh, you were looking for your comment. You haven't picked out your comment never, until this moment. Never, never. I haven't. I'm actually pulling it up right yeah. now. I have. Uh, shout out my my comment is Clark. I usually just kind of glance at it. Uh, Clark Jansen really enjoyed this one. Time to get on the hometown TCG Patreon. A few random comments from throughout this episode. I listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts. Okay, be okay with it, and don't make me feel lesser for it. We're all front. <laughs> we all are front doors. Uh, <laughs> he talks about East Strike and CNC. Uh, there'll be even more people who will never buy a booster box again. Oh, he doesn't want that adding to the number of people who buy singles excuse me the reason i selected this comment is because clark is a longtime patron of kitchen table tcg and i'm glad that he is supporting you now or as well hopefully as well but if he, he just transferred to you that's fine i doubt it uh clark clark and i hung out in vegas and i hope that uh, if he goes to indianapolis you can hang out with clark he's a great guy okay. First of all, Clark, if you're at Indianapolis, make sure you let me know. Because not only did I see that comment and went like, oh, my God, that's that's incredible. Because my my community is not, you know, gigantic and anonymous like yours. We're very personal and we everyone knows each other. Wow, I would not say my community is an anonymous. That's very, <laughs> no, no. I just shouted out. I, I have shouted out your Patreon. I am an avid. I am an avid member of your community and I love your community. I actually do. I go to your community a lot. It's it's kind of shameful that I go to your community so much because I'm always like, it is because I'm always like, oh, my God, I just like being here. It's so much fun. Wow. Like everyone. I what I just this said is, okay. this is you need to move on. This is derailing fast. <laughs> I wanted to shout out Playtime TCG, who is a longtime commenter on stuff that that I think we've both done. I've seen Playtime TCG yeah. and said, I like how Josh is extra chipper in this episode. And you can see in Louis's eyes that he really wants to hurt Josh. I think Louis was bitter that Josh got that nap. Uh a couple oh, points late last week. Uh I, I was late this week though couple points to make. I did get a nap. I had spent all day drinking at a hockey game. So I wore sunglasses. I'm so jealous of that. You spent I all wore... day drinking at a hockey game. I can't imagine. The only thing better than drinking at a hockey game is drinking while playing hockey. Do you want to know what was even better? Hold on. Hold on. I didn't pay for the tickets to the hockey game either. Are you a hockey fan? Uh, I am when the beer is flowing. Okay. I gotta tell you that much. No, I, I'm a sports fan. I like it's 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 super fun to watch. But I I do want to point out from this comment, we do go back and forth, and I've noticed because I rewatch episodes that sometimes one of us will look annoyed with the other at from time to time. It's it is we've been we've been guilty of this. God, it has so happened. Annoying. 
but we are we are friends that are just having an open-ended discussion and imagine yourself talking to your friends this is how you would communicate and i think that adds a lot of value so i just i'm really appreciative for that comment and i'm really appreciative for you dude and that we can have these conversations and not hate each other afterwards i i that hope that everybody gets that um, I hope that everybody understands that. And I hope that you enjoy it. And um, thank Oh my you God, can we end this podcast? Yeah. Hey, real talk. If you're still here an hour and a half, actually, if you were here, if you were here for 20 minutes and you're not we, here anymore. We have too, to stop doing this. We've done several episodes like this. No, it's fine. Listen, it's fine. Who cares? We're This is content. Like, just be <laughs> content. Freaking, what's his name? What, you were yelling at me the other time for being a fan of uh, Gary Vee. Just make content, make more content, and make more content again. He's got plenty of two-hour videos. It's great. Uh, if you're watching us, thank you so much. Like I, 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 we can just keep going now. But uh, making content for a TCG, I know everyone thinks that we're rich like Rudy. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of jokes about six dollar. Like somebody the other day was like, Louie, I know you make tons of money on your videos, but can you?" Uh, anyway, like. This is that might be my fault. Love. I make that joke a lot. This, this is a labor of love, and it's, like it means a lot to us that like if you're still watching an hour and a half into this, man, like thank you so much. Um, it really, yeah, it really, appreciate you it really does know. mean a lot to us, and like it's a lot of fun. I know there's been <laughs> ups and downs as content creators, um, and all arounds, and all arounds. But like we make this content because we love this game. Um, and we love this game because of the game, but also because of the relationships that we've found, and also because I like cold foils. Um, so, <laughs> and with that being said, this is the outro, guys. Thank you for watching episode nine. Next week, episode ten, children's birthday party themed. Louis gonna wear a hat. We're gonna buy him a pinata. Smash his face in cake. It's gonna be insane. We're gonna talk about Pokemon. Can't wait. Thank you for watching. About, on episode 10, we're going to talk about no flesh and blood, by the way. No, 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 we can't do that. I can't have another podcast that starts a flesh and blood podcast. It turns into not a flesh and blood podcast. Now we have this cardboard podcast. Do you want to start a third podcast? I was just thinking I, the other day that I need a third podcast on my channel. This cardboard podcast. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to buy the website right now. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Remember, be kind to the people around you. Go subscribe to Josh's Patreon, and we'll see you again next video. <laughs> Go subscribe to Louie. He's awesome.